0: Everybody, and welcome again to an exciting episode of the Two Half Squads. I'm Jeff.
1: And I'm Dave.
0: And we're reporting from Washington, D.C. No, we're not.
1: This new microphone is making my voice sound better, isn't it now?
0: Yes, you sound great, Dave.
1: But it did sound better when I did the playback. This is episode 258 of the great, of the one and only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest
0: team in the world. Yeah.
1: Advanced squad leader. Right.
0: As you all know,
1: we have a trove of things this evening for the listeners.
0: Lots of stuff.
1: What's new in your life, Jeff?
0: Well, I want to publicly thank you for your assistance today. You are a man who not only good looking, but of great strength. I ordered something. This is typical of me. About every 10 years, I order a piece of exercise equipment. And the most exercise I usually get out of it is taking it into the house and then taking it back out of the house. And this is
1: and dusting it in between.
0: Yeah. And that, this goes back to when, when I was in my early 20s and I bought my first weightlifting set, which was a bunch of uh, big plastic weights with concrete inside of them. And I dragged all that stuff. You know, it's like 120 pounds of weights. And it's in the aisle there at Walmart. It wasn't Walmart in those days, so I think it was Kmart. And I thought, man, if I could lift 120 pounds and put it in my cart, I wouldn't need a weightlifting set. <laughs> so,
1: today I, it was numerous.
0: Yeah, and so today I, well, this week I ordered a uh, treadmill because I want to walk all winter, finally did it. Been wanting one for years. Ordered it. Didn't really consider how big it would be. Ordered it from Best Buy, and they said, we'll have it there between noon and 6. So I thought, great, I've got a meeting in the morning at 10, a Skype meeting, and it'll be great. So the 10 o'clock meeting got pushed to 11. And finally, I'm in the meeting, and a knock comes on the door at 11.15, 45 minutes early. We're here with your treadmill. And I said, yeah, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Just leave it here on the, the side deck. So they did. And then I went up and looked at it. Oh, my gosh. It looked like a you could have buried two people in that.
1: Very, it was a very large casket. Very, very long.
0: Yeah. And it weighed uh, 275 pounds in the box.
1: That's more than me.
0: So I, I did the smart thing. I called Dave. Because I thought, I can't get this in the house. Robin and I were just going crazy. We thought, what are we going to do? We could call Best Buy, but of course they have phone numbers that don't actually go anywhere. Their service is really good when you buy something, but if you want anything after that, forget about it. So within about 10, 10, 15 minutes, here comes Dave. Strong Dave, big strapping Dave. I see you, you put on an extra set of muscles when you came over and we worried that thing down the stairs. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was killed. And uh, now it's in the box in the back room.
1: Yeah, and Jeff said how heavy it was. And then I went to pick up my end, and I was like, oh, man, this is really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And we're thinking of sliding it down the steps, which seemed like a wise idea since we couldn't lift it very well. But then we kept seeing ourselves being run over by it as gravity took it down the steps. (laughs) Because, yeah, it was like dangerous. And we were thinking with Robin every which way about how to do this. And um, and we Jeff stayed on the side. <laughs> it was, yeah. which was smart. And we realized we could just lump it down a step at a time. Yeah. Wedged in there. Although it started to move on its own a couple of times.
0: It did. Yeah. yeah and I, I kept uh, remembering the scene from the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Where the stone is moving, then the old woman who's lubricating the, in front of the stone gets gets stuck, and she's going to be trapped in between, you know, pushed in with the stone inside the pyramid. And people are yelling, "Stop! Stop!" And the the uh, taskmaster says, "We don't stop for the stone. Once the stone's moving, we don't stop for anybody." And she would have been in there forever. And I I kept thinking that that'd be me. This thing's going to come sliding down. Dave's going to go, he's just going to go, well, I don't know, and go home. Robin will find a new husband, and uh, that'll be the end of it.
1: I did comment that would be the way for us to go out, though, is if we were both at the bottom of it. Yeah. (laughs) And we would solve the issues of who's going to continue the show after the other guy goes first. So (laughs) wouldn't have to worry about it.
0: True enough, no. And, And
1: speaking of the Ten Commandments, did I ever tell the story on the air of when I was at a hockey game And Wayne Gretzky used to play with, I think it, I don't know who it was. He used to play with some team, maybe Toronto or something. And then that team was playing the Chicago Blackhawks and some, and and the Blackhawks were beating them because Gretzky had gone to a different team or had retired. I think he switched teams. Mm -hmm. Um, And someone in the audience yells, where's your Gretzky now? Gretzky now. And, Everyone who had seen this movie, The Ten Commandments, knew this was the yeah. reference to Edward G. Robinson, of course, yelling, Where's your God now, Moses? You know, yeah. so it was hilarious. We started laughing, and people in <laughs> the reference were just looking around, what, What's so funny about Where's your Gretzky now?
0: <laughs> I feel sorry for those people that missed those references because that means they are not watching movies, they not-
1: they're not. Yeah, there's a lot of them. If you saw Saturday Night Live last Saturday, um, well, I thought the opening show was not all that good, but um, some skits, I still kind of skip is inappropriate when it gets a little too guttural, but yeah, uh, the opening was the debate thing, and then what they did that was clever was they did The Fly, two references to both Fly movies, the 1950s one, where... um. Oh, the guy who played the mask, Jim,
0: Jim Carrey, Jim
1: Carrey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he, he was playing Biden. He plays Biden. And then uh, he got teleported into the debate and he, a fly was with him. So they had a 1950s film reference with just his head on the body. Oh yes. And then later they did lines from the uh, Jeffrey Goldblum, Goldberg, Goldblum. Kronberg Uh, film. film. Which was, I always loved that film. with oh, Rita, great film. Rita Davis or Gina? Gina Davis. Davis, yeah. So, again, Laura saw the bits of this and she's like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> so I had to tell her about, well, in the 1950s, his head was on this transporter with the body. And then at the end, the wife with the rock crushing him. Yeah. So I told her, if you ever hear someone saying, help me, help me, it's... The End of the Fly, the 1950s movie. Oh, oh.
0: terrifying. A terrifying scene.
1: Yeah, but, but you know, Start that Goblin Gold, film was, I thought, really good.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: Transformation took time over time. Yeah. Slowly. And he could think about it and ponder what was happening to him. That oh, was really good.
0: Yeah. And that ending scene where he grabs the shotgun and points at his own head. And... Did yeah. he? He did.
1: But he went back in the machine.
0: Didn't
1: uh, and no. died. uh, or did he blow his head off in the machine? Yeah, I think he blew his head off.
0: I think he blew his head off. Like the machine didn't work. I don't remember. Now I don't remember. I'm gonna have to watch it again. It's been a long time since I've seen it.
1: Excellent. But we got quite a show tonight.
0: Yeah, good show. Good show. Lots of stuff going on. Dave and I played some, some Vassal today. And I'm, I'm sorry, I have a problem saying Vassal when I'm talking about the ASL module for Vassal. I don't like saying Vassal.
1: And don't. It does sound weird.
0: Vassal. Vassal and Basil. If, if I think about it, it, rhymes with Basil, like Basil Rathbone. And it's okay. I just suddenly came with that. But.
1: Virtual ASL.
0: How, how do you like it? Say Vasil, Say Vassal and then Basil.
1: I th- think I say them the same. Vassal and Vassal. Yeah, that's what I do. Vassal. Yeah, a little shorter.
0: Yeah, and if you can't keep up, we're sorry, but I'm just not going to talk like that. Anyway, we, uh, we played today, and the only reason why I'm bringing that up now instead of later is because we learned, I learned how to use the log file. Every day I like to learn something new, Dave. That way I can go to bed and be happy and have a couple of cocktails. Here's yeah. learning something new. <laughs> so I learned how to use the log file and then reload that so we can play our games back and I can look and see all the stuff we forgot and didn't do right.
1: Well, it was funny because, yeah, at one point, um, I went on a tear with the rate of fire of the Japanese mortars. Yeah. And I had the label open for the mortar because I was looking up the white phosphorus earlier, right? And then I noticed it said high explosives range three or less. The mortar's rate drops to one. And I had hit Jeff with, what, I think five or six rates, a lot yeah. of them twos on the rate
0: and yeah. I said oh,
1: yeah oh jeff i just cheated and i still couldn't even get a task pin test check on your screen yeah <laughs> jeff,
0: you I mean, that was funny you could not i i i was worried cuz you had that you had a stack of mortars i've never done that you had a stack of 3 mortars no, all I them together
1: i did spread them out later cuz they were yeah, close
0: yeah um but, but man you were firing those things and refiring them and refiring them and nothing
1: nothing i
0: I laughed in your face
1: we (laughs) forgot the neg one on the woods for some of them forgot that Uh, because we were giving the plus two on the foxholes and then um i cheated something else remember oh i moved them too far oh right Right.
0: yes four portage points right
1: so you know oh well it's asl have some fun
0: listen i knew all of that stuff I knew I could tell you were doing all that wrong, but I was giving you extra wide.
1: You, you didn't want to accuse me of cheating.
0: Well, and I was so grateful for you coming over and lending your your brawny muscles to helping me with that thing.
1: Well, you're getting my mail. Don't forget when I'm gone.
0: Yes, I won't forget. Oh, I forgot already. Oh, and, you know, um, I offered you money. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, would you like a dollar for your help? No, I... I I, I don't know. I just felt I know we're friends. We're good friends and I I would help you, though I you would, I, I, would I spot about moving if you called and said you got a treadmill and you want to get it down in the basement, I'd say no. But um I offered you money. And Robin said, You shouldn't offer him money. <laughs> She's right. Don't offer your friends money. Yeah.
1: yeah. Although you guys gave me the Burger King gift card when I watched your house for that time.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a month and that was a lot of uh, trips over. Yeah. Here.
1: And I enjoyed it. It, it ran out. I, I, I forgot that I used the last of it and I tried again today. And he said, Oh, it's run out.
0: Ah. So uh, it all up. So,
1: you know, first up, what do you think we do this uh, little special pack we got?
0: Let's do do. You want me to read this or you want What's to
1: read this it? title called? What do we call this segment, Jeff? I brought a microphone over from Jeff's house today, too, when I went over there.
0: What's in
1: the box? box. The,
0: box the box, the box, the box, the box, the box. And I am looking at this. What did he write this on?
1: It Isn't like- it cool? talk about using paper. Well, the yeah. back of the calendar,
0: back of a calendar. Excuse
1: okay. calendar sheet. It's the date side.
0: Dave and Jeff, I guessed on the t shirt sizes, but we had a few left from our canceled tournament in March. Enjoy or pay forward. Enjoy the packs, and we look forward to your review.
1: And here we go. This is from the Kansas City. Well, what a. I'm wearing my Kansas City t shirt, not the one we got today. That is funny. I was looking for this. Um, box folks, and I found two from Monsters in Motion that I hadn't opened yet, and I found one from our friend from uh, North Dakota. Dang, what's his name? I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting your name. He sent us some product to help with the show, and I found another one, and I couldn't find the one I needed. And I'm gonna try and move this and not screw up the thing. It was down here behind this mountain of green. Can everyone see that okay? There's trees down there.
0: I see trees, yep, just the green, past the laptop.
1: The green going up behind it. Mm-hmm. The box was behind there holding up that backdrop. <laughs> so I, but I found it, and we are going to take a look at... These are not action packs. These are the March Madness Packs. Now, we have had a friendly relationship with them in Kansas City, even though we have not ever gotten there yet. This one I chose to look at first today. We'll just look at one today and we'll look at some more later. They sent us quite a few. Very Nice. Partisans.
0: Partisans, yep.
1: Partisans. Because I am a big fan of partisans. Whether it is, this is a regular show and tell day for Dave, Jeff, sorry. Whether it is playing with these 15 millimeter ASL miniatures.
0: Oh, yes. Back them up just a little bit, and I think we'll get a good focus on them. Oh, yeah.
1: Partisans.
0: Oh, partisans. Very okay, I put nice. With
1: the label on the back. That's a nice hat that guy in the middle is wearing. I knew you'd love that red beret, Jeff. Yeah. These little partisans, and I have counters that are individual leaders like this.
0: For those of you who are listening and not partaking of this on YouTube, you're missing out. These are very yeah. nice little miniatures Dave has painted up.
1: Yeah, this is a 10-2. neg I have a whole slew of them in, in here. Half squads, crews. I did the crews separately. We talked about doing ASL and miniature before. Yeah. So those two guys are obviously manning some kind of mortar or something. And then I have all the support weapons like this. A guy with a light machine gun laying down. LMG with the stats on it on the back. And so I... I remember I resold a bunch of these out. Oh, might put my sniper even on a sniper shaped counter. Oh, you did I put that out. I must have traced yeah. it. But I was then playing Battleground, I think it was called. Twenty those were fifteen millimeters. Then I can't reach I can't. Yeah. <laughs> help, help, help. I'm stuck at my throat. I'm hanging myself they on, oh, on oh, slew hey, box. Oh, a
0: very nice. uh,
1: uh, Whatever that is in here. What's it doing in here, though? I don't know. It shouldn't be in here.
0: Probably mice. You know, mice get down there and they rearrange stuff. Oh, what is that?
1: (laughs) 20 millimeter soldier. Okay. Partisan, right? Got the red armband. He's got a dark beret. And then these are all labeled like he's got SMG number three. And these guys all come in rows of ten. So if you have a Panzerfaust guy, I don't know if you can tell. He's holding a Panzerfaust. It and does a,
0: look like a Panzerfaust. Yes. Rifle
1: slung behind his back. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so yeah, these all are, are individually mounted. Oh, and look, the, dog. the radio dog with the bomb on. Wow! Remember that? From
0: <laughs> that is a sad, sad thing.
1: That's a sad thing. I You're, You're
0: not going to want to watch that. You're not going to want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So a
1: whole box full of 20 millimeter miniatures. <laughs> oh. Wow,
0: that was close. Are they okay?
1: <laughs> you could hear that I caught it. Yeah. I got to oh. tell you, Dave. Yeah. It's like when you shook the counter tray, Jeff, and the lid <laughs> went. <worked. laughs>
0: I got to tell you the truth, though, Dave. Mm-hmm. I do not understand miniatures. You know, there's, you got the 15 millimeter miniatures, you get all those done, and then somebody comes out with a game for 20 millimeter miniatures. And what? why does it make a difference?
1: It does not. Um, It's the system you're playing. So you could play either game in either scale. It's cheaper to buy the 15 small ones. Makes sense. Than the 20s. Um, with 15s, you have to get the special tanks. If you're playing 20 millimeters, you can get model kits, 172nd 72nd scale work really well. The smaller model kits for vehicles and things. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Mark, they sent us the t-shirts guessing at the size. Oh,
0: that's, that's beautiful. That? Oh yeah. Look with all the winners from past years on there.
1: Oh yeah. West Vaughn.
0: Yeah, look at that. From 2006 up through 2019, Doug Kirk, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A cast of thousands.
1: Boy, Jim Burris won it a lot. Doug Kirk won it several times. And uh, yeah, so there's one for you, Jeff. Splendid. Yours must be the XL. Mine must be the medium.
0: I'm the one that's, mine is holding up the other
1: uh,
0: scenery in the background.
1: Although this particular Kansas City shirt is really cool. The back on it,
0: yeah, beautiful. So, what, Jeff, what what year is that one from?
1: You know, it's the Partisans one, and no,
0: it, uh, the shirt, the shirt.
1: Oh, that's this year. He said they were canceled the show, the the tournament, so he had He's
0: extra wearing.
1: Mm. I don't know. I'd have to look at the back. So
0: oh, i won't take off, in on this. Okay,
1: start me into taking it off on the air, aren't you? <laughs> Darn.
0: Almost.
1: Now look oh. at this back of the. Back of the pack. Oh, this pack is the 2017, I guess. No. This is an ad for a different pack, but look at this.
0: World War One. Kansas City ASL presents World War One Advanced Squad Leader. Wow, or is that a misprint? They meant to put two there.
1: World War One. Wow. So it's cool. Look for this unique offering in the ASL game system coming soon from Kansas City ASL Club. I am in on that one. Because oh, I want yeah. to learn more about the battles and the vehicles and things. Oh, yeah. So I gave you some scenario cards. Do you want to look at them?
0: Uh Yeah, I guess I could, if I can decode this and zoom
1: in on this a little. Of course, we haven't read these through all the way like we usually don't. Um, oh, well, so this I,
0: is the, uh, South African, uh, British. Fighting the Italians. That sounds really cool.
1: Can you share that screen with us? I'm drinking a nice iced coffee. Nice. A it bit from my son when he was with us. Didn't drink coffee before. I have Ochoto Revenge while you're getting yours ready. MM40, March Madness 40. Warsaw, Poland 1944. So you could play this with your Polish counters. Mine is uh, 8 Turns. And of course it's got partisans. All these scenarios do. So Jeff Show an Arietta on Tag. Yeah. South of Syria, a, Syria, Libya.
0: And Libya. Which is very cool. And this uses boards uh, 27, 28, and 30 with some overlays. That that'll be fun to set up.
1: It's gonna be desert. hmm
0: Yeah. Um, and the victory conditions: the Italians win at game end if all three South African twenty-five pounder guns are captured by the Italians or have been destroyed. A twenty-five pounder gun that has malfunctioned at game end is considered destroyed. So, uh, oh, this looks this looks like very good fun.
1: Are there partisans in there then? Yeah, so well, three, four the, sevens at the bottom, I think. Uh, no, no, maybe they're not. Yeah.
0: Just Italians.
1: Yep, British-Italian. So I guess they all don't have partisans in them.
0: Sangars are considered rally bonus terrain for South African in- infantry.
1: That's probably... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crusaders oh. and the guns. Good, good, good. I have M40 here again. Chatter Revenge, it's got 12 337 Partisans and two of the 527s. Flamethrower and a DC, and that is Poland. So, again, you can get out your Poland and Flames counters from Bounding Fire Productions. I don't have a bell. Handy?
0: You would think. Oh, here we go.
1: Counting down.
0: Bells.
1: I have 39, MM39. This one has uh, no partisans either. Bicycle race. This one looks good. uh, Showing two boards, but it says only A through P on board 16 are playable. 53 seems in there also, maybe for off-board movement. Um, British win when they have 12 exit victory points. East of hex roll, Y on board 53, yeah. And so... I'm sure they're on bike. There's four bicycle counters with them. Try and get them off the board. So it's a quick eight, you know, small number of counters. And MM38, eliminating the LVR. And these are the AK Partisans. They're in uh, Poland, again, and it's a lot of Partisan counters. Three groups of, like, 12 each, it looks like. Well, and they come on from different edges. That should be fun. 57, board 56, and 13 seven turns. What's the LVR, I wonder? You don't know. Do you a Lithuanian?
0: Oh. Yeah. No idea.
1: LVR on anti-partisan operations and the LVR had targeted Polish villages Okay, Lithuanian something garrison, I think. So it's a great. I just really like partisan games. So, do you have another one to look at there?
0: Uh, I do. Let me share this. Let me know when that comes through. Yep. <clears throat> and this is called. Can't quite read the top. Yev Pretoria Mop-Up.
1: Yeah. Yev
0: Pretoria.
1: Crimea, 1942.
0: Yeah. Soviet command in Sevastopol.
1: Sevastopol.
0: Sevastopol. So this is the Russians against the um, Germans. So Germans need to control buildings or get some CVP. This uses board 10 and 8. So these are all, I like these. They are all the boards you probably have, which is nice. You don't have to go out and, you know, swipe a board from your neighbor when he's not looking while he's going through his plethora of <laughs> miniatures.
1: M37 is 90 night in Sicily. Uh, night rules are in effect, Jeff. So we could do that.
0: We're getting, uh, I was going to say we're getting good at it, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> we're we're always mad at ourselves for forgetting something we just taught each, ourselves like two yeah. weeks before. Yeah. Oh. Um. This one is uh, rain night range of four, though, and it looks like it is in Sicily. And it's very arid because there are orchards or olive groves. Stream is placed on board 33 and the stream is dry. All grain is out of season. And it's a tight, small one, seven turns. And uh, the British have to destroy all four Italian guns and not lose four points. That seems like a challenge. Greater than. not. Yeah. Wow. That could be a challenge, I would think. Um, It is night, though. Tenth Panzer takes the high ground. Or is that one I sent you? Got
0: to find the screen. Find the screen.
1: While you're looking, I am rooting them out. MM for fun one. MM for fun. Germans win by eliminating all the partisans or controlling the buildings. It takes place on the Hollis board, which is a special board I'll show you in a minute. Partisans have one Panzerfaust. There's only two and a half squads of partisans, a 10-2, and a bunch of concealment counters to hide on this board. Germans need to get in here. So that could be a quick, real quick play. Four and a half turns. Mm -hmm. And it's got a photo of Hex B1 in color. So this is a historical map. I'll have to read about the historical event. German SS come in there with fives, 447 squads, and a half track. Partisan leaders like a commissar. Nice, quick, and short. Be fun. Slam that in after we play, finish the show, Jeff. And here's the Hollis board. Look, historical board.
0: Oh, yes. It's
1: on flimsy, uh kind of the same kind of paper these are on, but it's very good. Very good. Yeah. You wouldn't expect to be uh, you know, a better board. The art is great on this, as you can see. The Hollis board, so it has a road ending on it. It's a really cool stream with a little rivulet or something going along. And the edge of two hills there, well, hills on both sides. So it's a little piece of a valley. And so on the back is different levels of a building.
0: Oh yes, look at that! Oh, that's cool.
1: And I've seen that once before. I think it's great for spreading out because you've got three different levels depicted on the card. Yeah. Ground level, first level, so cellar, cellar actually, and then to two level th- two and three are these little ones. So the center of the building goes up into a tower.
0: Very interesting.
1: Lay it all out on this play aid and not have to cram all those stacks in there and have them fall over. And what's that last one you have, Jeff?
0: Uh, Let me go back to this.
1: Panzer takes the high ground.
0: Yeah, 10th 10th Panzer takes the high ground. Americans versus Germans in Tunisia in 1943. And I'm not sure what board this is, Dave. It says, is it 5A? There's a 5A and then there's an H2. I think those are overlays, aren't they?
1: Uh, HI2 is a Hill overlay, oh. but the 5A is those, uh, I thought those, they were those axe shaped boards.
0: Okay. That came with the... Uh...
1: Fortenberry's design.
0: Yeah. I was trying to see who the scenario designer is on this one. I can't quite read it. Oh, Paul works.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't read off any of the designers. We're sorry. We like to credit designers usually.
0: So uh, this looks like a desert action. The side that controls the most level three hexes within the American setup area at game end wins. Inside a pillbox, units inside a pillbox without an available exit location uh, from that pillbox, okay. So that's considered a victory location. So Germans versus Americans. Dry as dust. All roads and gullies are wadis. Gotta uh, rip out your Wadi rule.
1: Yeah. You know, I did like the desert games, so there are more out there we got somewhere to to you know.
0: We should play those because I, I I've always liked those too.
1: Finish up this specific series we're doing. Yeah.
0: And then the final one, Final Victory. This one is by David Best. Warsaw, Poland, 1944, Germans against partisans, thank you. And the side that controls the most locations of building 45 Q4 at game end wins. I'm sure that's in some gigantic factory here on board 45.
1: That's the uh, house I was showing you with the different levels. Oh, that's it, okay. for that one.
0: Great, that looks like fun. Easy to play, not a lot of, I mean, it's all uh, infantry. And uh, not too many special rules. So should be good. We could bang that out in 20 minutes, Dave, if we didn't pay certainly, attention to any of the rules.
1: Certainly could. Oh, yeah.
0: So, well, that's very nice that they sent that off to us. And that's worth getting. Let's see. Um, can somebody buy that on their website? Do you know?
1: Yes, indeed. Okay. Uh, I haven't looked that up yet, but... Yeah, these are still available. It's how we got them.
0: Uh, so we'll include that in the show notes somewhere. I'll link to the, uh, the site. Yeah, and actually, you can get it at uh, KansasCityASL.com.
1: Well, Jeff, I'd like to do another contest. We sent huh? Kirsten the items in Germany. He was so, so wonderful. He heard the show the day it dropped, and he heard us talk about not wanting to send it overseas. <laughs> so he... he-
0: overseas. What is he going to do, move to the United States?
1: Yeah, he, he, he tweeted us and said, you don't have to send it to me, guys. And then we're like, no, we are going to send this to you. Yeah. For now, though, we have this little item.
0: Ah, Eastside Gamers Design Pack 2.
1: Yep, we interviewed the, the guy who does these, and we also played those zombie scenarios from them, remember?
0: Yeah, probably about five years ago
1: now. Oh, I'm going to bet it was eight, but you... <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I know. <laughs> You're probably right. You know how time goes by so fast. That's amazing. But So we would like to offer up to our Patreon supporters. You guys can join us at Patreon, support us. Um, well, we have been negligent in getting the shows posted on time, right, Jeff? So but yes, we forget, have. Log it up soon over the next month. I promise to get better. This pack. How about that?
0: Eastside Gamers, this is ASL Open 2018?
1: Yep, this was where we got it. At the open, yep, we went there and uh, we want it and we would like to pass oh, it on.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. We also, from Broken Ground Design, we have this little item, the rest of the sniper counters. So <laughs> we sent these to Germany. It's like
0: somebody sending somebody a half a box of candy.
1: Well, these are great. These are yeah, great.
0: Are.
1: You kidding. even just have one set. You can just use those with all your nationalities. But this includes the American colors, the uh, brown with the American border, I forget who that is, the British set, the free French set. This is a great set. So if someone wants those, we're going to draw your name and let you pick between these three items. And ding, ding, ding.
0: And if anybody wants to send us a half a box of candy, it's fine. Oh, my gosh. Reaching into the bottom of the uh, treat drawer.
1: It is the C from our C- first sponsor C- ever, the C4 corner cutter from Dave King. Still a great item. Yeah. yeah so, as a way perfect. of saying thank you, I have up the Patreon, the patrons, patrons, patrons. All right. We have 50 patrons. We like to thank a few of them by name. Jeff, do you think so? You want to read a few of those?
0: Just uh, at random?
1: Yeah. Just say thank you. I hear other podcasts do it a lot.
0: Yeah. I uh, would like to thank uh, Clinton and Mark and uh, Trip and Jobo. Yeah, these are real names Guillermo, Harry, Mike, Carl, Preston, Apollo.
1: I right. think all of them and the rest of them, too. We'll mention uh, President and Trump. How are we going to draw? Do I have to find a fifty-sided die?
0: You have a fifty-sided die?
1: Not here at the house.
0: Oh, okay. Where, where do you keep it, Dave? Hey. <laughs> at the bank in a vault. Where do you? Do you,
1: you want to do this with your hand and close your eyes and then like <laughs> scroll the screen and then point it, touch it?
0: Now we could we could bring up on the screen a die roll randomizer website.
1: All right, like we did last time. It took forever, though.
0: It took forever. Let me see if I
1: can find it. And here we go. We're going to roll this dice twice, count down to see who's going to be the lucky winner. Hopefully they live in the United States. Go, Jeff, go.
0: Is that coming through okay? You can see it?
1: It says one.
0: Okay, here we go. A 50-sided die. Here we go.
1: Boom, chaka-laka-laka. The 15. first winner is
0: number 15. And the second winner is number 12. Hey, they made it easy on us.
1: Isaac. Isaac W, you are the winner. We will be texting you or um, notice, no, notifying you about your victory, sir. You will get to pick first, and the second one was what, Jeff?
0: Number 12.
1: 14, 13, 12. Apollo. Apollo is the winner. Right. So we'll be contacting both of them. Excellent. So become our Patreon, folks. Sometimes you do get something. Well, you also get the uh, co- uh, copies of Banzai read orally by Dave so you can listen to them in your car yeah. while you're driving can't Pretty beat strange. it with a stick
0: no we can't okay we've given away some prizes Have we got uh, what else we got on the docket today David
1: I was hoping you'd ask it sounds like it's going to be box art review don't take off your headphones trying to escape, Jeff. Don't turn your head backwards trying to escape and pretend it's not you. I can see that it's you there. It's, it's Fox Art Review. Fox Art And we need to see a picture of... Quadigare. Yep. Where did I put this game? I forgotten. War... I'm going to go look for it. Ah, look at this marvelous work, Jeff is most amazing indeed. It's a
0: beautiful piece right there. This right. is a
1: painting indeed. First of all, we see a very somber palette of colors, don't we, Jeff? The browns of the earth, the brick, the brown of the buildings, the khaki color of the French uniforms with the distinctive helmets with the ridge on top used to ram opponents in the trench warfare to crease enemies' heads. Ouch. We see the soldiers coming forward with a serious menacing look on his face. Mm. Very realistic style of art this is. Indeed, nothing quick about it, nothing shorthanded, nothing cheesy about the detail in this wonderful work of art. What is that metal hanging there, do you think, Jeff?
0: I wonder if it's the Croix de Guerre.
1: It is indeed. The light coming from the left-hand side of the picture is used to make some wonderful shadows falling across the ground from the soldiers, and the helmets themselves are shadowed in with light just hitting the chins of the subjects, showing us the dark side of war, the the dark mindset overtaking the soldiers. They're not bright and happy. They're not looking up into the sun, but as they go into war, the shadow descends from their helmets over their faces, representing their psychological outlook on life during wartime. What are those camouflage-colored vehicles behind them, Jeff?
0: (laughs) Tanks of some kind, Dave. Many tanks.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) French tanks.
1: Well, French tanks. Uh, Are they the Char B1Bs? I am going to bet a Char B1-B1s. What does that stand for, anyway? They are also in the same palette of colors of the earthy tones used throughout the entire work. Again, a realistic portrait with excellent use of perspective heading down the center of the street with the focal point directly behind us. Not as much of the triangle-shaped pattern we often find in Renaissance art, but a quality painting nonetheless.
0: Very nice. uses the space, the sky, a spot for the cross itself, which is very nicely done. It it's is. Done really well. The setting of the text is very nice and how it's slightly italicized.
1: And the color of the text picks up the color in the camo of the vehicles, just yes. that mustardy yellow tone. Yes. That's going... Usually the MMP ruins it by doing some obnoxious title colors. Yeah. I think they're listening to us. No
0: no question. A nice detail on the uniforms and the, uh, the kit that each of the guys is wearing. They're not just wearing a uniform and that's it. They're kind of rigged for war.
1: Absolutely. And you notice the viewpoint, too, we're getting that lower down, like we're maybe crouching a little in front of these soldiers as they come toward us, not looking up. So the horizon line falls halfway between in the artwork. Uh, and again, like you say, that great use of putting the metal, the Croix de Guerre, isn't that the medal?
0: Uh, um, yes, it is. The cross of war. And as we all know, Guerre is hell.
1: Oh, I did not know that.
0: No, it's war, but war is hell.
1: Oh. And that then is Box Art Review.
0: Who's the artist on this piece, Dave?
1: I gotta open it up and look. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't think it's Pentland. He's been painting for them for a while. It's not Charles
0: Uh, M. Schultz. I'm pretty sure.
1: It's not Sergeant Schultz?
0: Charles M. Schultz. It's probably not Sergeant Schultz either. It's not Andy Warhol.
1: Wow, there's so much in this game. I'm finding the credits. Do you have any player tips in the meantime for them, Jeff, while we gotta look it up? Oh, that's a Char B1. Yes, for sure. I found it. I just Googled the images. There's a color tank over here, too, in camo.
0: Ah, okay. Good, good. Good.
1: Did you learn any rules about ASL today that we need to remember next time you want to share? I
0: got to tell you, I really had I really kind of struggled today because uh, and I'd like to hear from other players that suffer from what I suffer from, which is a short term memory problem. It really is. You know, I've been playing ASL now for whatever it is, 10 years, 12 years, something like that, 12, 13 years. I still just really struggle with the rules. I don't, maybe it's because I don't play enough. Maybe it's just because my brain is going, but all the details that we ran into today, was really kind of overwhelming, but I did find the Rat Pack rules from LFT to be a very handy reference. Still, though, there were things that I was not sure of. Like if something is illuminated, do you still count the a plus one for shooting because it's a night
1: yeah so, we both had to look it up and
0: both had to look it up again and that's that kind of stuff I need to start finding spots to write that down uh, where I can see it again I'm one of those guys that doesn't like to write on my charts
1: oh yeah yeah
0: I don't know why that is I also take very good care of books I don't write in books and things like that I just take care of stuff, but I need to start doing that. So do I have any tips? Yeah. Keep reading the rules and keep playing. You know, what I did like is that we keep playing, even though we get stuck, we spend a little time on it. We kind of figure it out. I suspect sometimes we're still wrong, but uh, we keep going and we have a good time. Indeed. Okay. Well, I guess that wraps up another show. All right, Dave.
1: All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I, behind me, I did change my background, Jeff. I have my models over here. I saw that. And I have my Boromir painting here, Death of Boromir. I painted that in college, everybody. So you at home, sorry again, not, not, not watching on YouTube. You're missing out.
0: A Dave so, Klein original. That's uh, a rare thing. You better watch that. Somebody's right. going to come in and take that.
1: I see, Jeff, you're preparing for the holidays there with that cuddly Dudley behind you.
0: Yes. That's uh, Ginger. Ginger has moved into the basement, moved out of the storeroom and getting ready for the festivities of the season.
1: <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Remember to roll low.
0: And rally well, but not, not when you're playing, playing us.
1: Us? No, Don't sir.
0: Do it. All right. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye-bye.